Welcome to the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. I'm your host, Nathan. And, well, it's going to be a week before you know it of the big game. Hopefully there's still a big game, because I heard that the Pro Bowl got canceled. So hopefully we still have, a, have the big game. But I always look forward to it, to the point like I... To the point that I even play a lot of play a lot of the old Madden games, not not the new version of Madden. But I still have my Nintendo 3DS and I put in the Madden 2005 Nintendo DS and I play out as both of the teams, see what if I was the what if I was the coach and it's the big game to try to come to a conclusion. And I even played Tecmo Bowl Kickoff, also on the Nintendo DS. As well. I always look forward to this time. I mean... As long as it, as long as it has an interesting storyline. And this big game, one way or another, we will be witnessing history. We'll either see the, the first ever quarterback to win the big game for both on the AFC and the NFC side. Also, the first ever team to win the big game in their own stadium. We'll see Tom Brady win his seventh if they win. Or we'll see what is going to be a rise of a dynasty by the Kansas City Chiefs. And we end up seeing back-to-back Super Bowl champions for the first time since the 2003-2004 New England Patriots. And of course, it's not too bad where it seems it's the passing of the baton, it seems, moment. Or Tom Brady would go like, I'm going to hang on that for a little bit while. This will be that game. Patrick Mahomes is obviously has shown that he is the, he's the rising star and will be, once Tom Brady retires, will be the new face of the NFL. But I don't want to talk about the big game. I want to talk about... You know, there have been a lot of teams that had a lot of heartbreaking moments. And I just want to tell you from just playing on one of the video games, I'm like, oh my oh my goodness, this would be a very heartbreaking moment on how to lose, you know, on the big stage. If you fought the sorry Atlanta Falcons fans, I have to mention this. To be honest, Atlanta Falcons fans, this is gonna be mentioned even if somehow, one, the Atlanta Falcons find a way to win the big game, or two, if somehow, bizarrely enough, Atlanta Falcons get a new coach and they find a way to end up making a dynasty somehow. 
they just got to wait around for Tom Brady to retire, which might be another two to seven years. Uh, they got to hope that New Orleans Saints, when they draft a quarterback, is is only at least decent and not as great as Drew Brees. And they got to hope that the Carolina Panthers don't find a way to get Deshaun Watson or Matthew Stafford. That's the only way I could see the Atlanta Falcons. And the Atlanta Falcons either stick with Matt Ryan or they get a new quarterback in the draft and then he ends up being better than the rest of the quarterbacks in the NFC South Division. I mean, that's the only way I could see that happen for the Atlanta Falcons. Anyways, I do apologize. I'm getting a little bit off track. But everybody knows, Super Bowl 51, 28 free. That is a v- lost in overtime. Heartbreaking way to lose a big game, right? It is. Until what I came across while playing on Tecmo Bowl kickoff. Now, on Tecmo Bowl kickoff, you don't have the option to just kneel the ball. You could do a dive, and then that's it. So, I actually had to run the play. Both teams still had all their timeouts. One second. Ball at my opponent's 35. 35-yard line. It wasn't great enough to go for a field goal. I decided to run. A lot of people would, this would be the one time people would say, why did you run the ball? Just punt it. Just punt it. Waste it down. It's a touchback. You win the game. So I ran the ball at my opponent's 35-yard line. And I was imagining it was the big game. Tampa Bay Buccaneers were up by three. Hand the ball up to Leonard Fournette. Fournette fumbles the ball. Got picked up. With one second left in the game. Was picked up. Ran all the way back. To the end zone. And the Kansas City Chiefs won. A 65 yard fumble return. Game winning fumble return. For a touchdown. I really couldn't believe what I saw when I was playing. Look, it's not a blown 25-point lead in the big game, but by golly, I don't know. If that actually happened on the big stage, I don't know how any team could ever recover from that. One second away, fumble ball, return all the way, you went from winning. You went from having your running back be, be the Pete Rozelle Trophy winner. It, it It's the Super Bowl MVP trophy if you're wondering what the Pete Rozelle is. To making the guy that returned that all the way down the Pete Rozelle winner. That's the only case that I could see. You know, a defender winning the Super Bowl MVP. 
That's the rare case. By golly, that that was insane on what I saw while I was playing. I know it was just a video game, it wasn't real, but I do different scenario I do different scenarios of playing as both Kansas City as both of the teams that playing in the big game a uh, week before. It it helps me get hyped up, excited, and seeing what I would do. And trying to figure out, you know, different scenarios of what type of game to conclusion away. So that way I can think of almost exactly of what I could think would be the final score. I know that sounds bizarre, but that's my way of doing it. Of doing it as in predicting... On who I think is going to win. I usually do it on those bases. Another heartbreaking way uh, to lose is you're down by 14. You find a way to come back. It's a fourth down. You're down by seven. You throw the ball. And you find a way to force an overtime. And you score a touchdown with not... A lot of time left. And then you go into overtime. You have a chance for a game-winning field goal. You kick the field goal. Oh, off the right crossbar. No good. Didn't have the team come all the way down. And they do an anticlimactic chipper shot to win the game. That's another heartbreaking way to lose the big game. Another heartbreaking way is you think you're about to win and then a Hail Mary happens and you're like, ah, no. You left the guy too wide open because you thought prevent would work. And then it goes right to the wide receiver, runs it in, not a lot of time left. But then again, they are in Tampa Bay. Hmm. It could end up being a similar way. A wide right field goal. Sorry, Buffalo Bills fans. A 47-yard wide right field goal. I also watch a lot of the, the highlight plays of the big game. As well to lead up to uh, the big game as well. Let's just hope we don't end up... To be honest, I am a fan of a defense trenches game. But a lot of people want to see high scoring offense. I thought big game 53... Uh, from my perspective, I enjoy defense, but you want to see defense that is exciting. You want to see some sacks, some interceptions happening. If you have a defensive trenches battle. So that way it's... You, no one wants to see a low-scoring affair.
yeah, this is going to be a interesting big game, but I'm kind of worried that with everyone hyping this up, it could end up leading to the last time that we thought we would end up having a great quarterback matchup, and it ended up being anticlimactic. I forget the number of the Super Bowl, but I do remember it was Miami Dolphins and the San Francisco 49ers. And everybody was excited for this big game because it was Dan Marino and Joe Montana. And the final score was 38 to 16. I don't know. I just have this weird gut feeling we might end up having something similar to that. Also, I don't know how anyone can bet on this game. <laughs> because the Kansas City Chiefs, when if they're down late in the game, they find way to come they find ways to come back. They're not pressured when they have their back to the wall. It's the complete opposite. They see it more as an acupuncture. They're having their back to to a wall of spikes. They see it as an acupuncture for some strange reason. And if you bet against Tom Brady, he'll find a way to prove you wrong. Again, and again, 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 and again, and again. I made that mistake with my predictions four too many times. I hope we end up having a great game. That's why I'm looking to. I just, hopefully we have a great, memorable game we could talk about. We could watch over and over. Watch some of the some of the plays and, and think, huh, if I was the head coach, what would I do in that scenario? I mean, that's the way I look at it. I'm like, hmm, if I was the coach, what would I, what would I've done? What play would I've called instead of that? I mean, even before you, you know the mis the mistake result or what the final result came to be, you're like, hmm, maybe instead of doing a a, a five step shotgun formation, maybe I would have done a halfback sweep. I mean, if I have a large lead, I just want to run the clock down. Why would I pass the ball right now? I don't know. I'm just one of those people. I get way into it. And afterwards, I look forward to talking to my brother about the game. And whether it's by text message or by phone call, I look forward to talking to him about it and and his thoughts. You know, what if he was a coach? And because we're really into football, 
or as a lot of people call it, hand egg ball. We're really into football. But we're more in, into college football than uh, NFL, though. I guess this is the reason why people have scripts, so that way they don't get off track of what they were originally going to talk about. I mean, I wanted to find a way to talk about video games, because I realized I kept on mentioning I talk about video games, but oops, I haven't mentioned anything about video games at all. Until now. Okay, I just want to talk about a little bit of why do they have this, the Super Bowl logo look in that way? I mean, why place the Lombardi Trophy in the middle in between the L and the V? I'm sorry, that looks like 54. You're going to confuse a lot of people. Because the Roman numeral I... And you have the Lombardi Trophy, and it looks like an I, Roman numeral I, just with a football on top. It looks like it's Super Bowl 54. I'm sorry, you, you, you can't just lazily put around, put in the middle the Lombardi Trophy, and I expect people to somehow mistake Super Bowl 55 for Super Bowl 54, because it looks as if it says Super Bowl 54. I do apologize. I didn't mean to be in, in a tangent, but it kind of it kind of bothered me a little bit because I I work on some design I I work on some designs of my own, and and I and I see that logo. It it just looks lazy. It, it looks lazy. It might look great you with with the color. With the color of, of the silver, and then you have the silver uh, 55, you know, the L and the V. Okay, that's fine, but why place the Lombardi Trophy in the middle? You got the Lombardi Trophy, make use out of it. Make the Lombardi Trophy part of the L. Make it part of the V. But definitely don't just go, I'm just going to place it right here in the middle, and expect people to know that means 55. I am sorry, but you just can't get away with that and just say, Well, I got paid about... Hmm. I bet they get paid a whole lot less than they actually... To be honest. Um... But yeah, but anyways, a person got paid to do that. Could I have done a better job? Um... That's up for, de for debate, to be honest. Uh, it really depends on what the client would ask. That's the important thing. What does the client want? Because sometimes the artist's uh, perspective of what they have in mind will be a lot different from the client. Most likely, they probably had to fall with the client said, I just won that Lombardi trophy. If that's the case, okay, 
understandable. But if you had a chance and the client said you can do whatever you want with it, then I'm sorry there is no excuse for that. There is no excuse for that logo. There is no excuse. That is just it just it just looks crazy put. It looks like someone just went on Photoshop, just grabbed the big game, the Lombardi trophy. They just photoshopped from last year's Super Bowl logo. They took out the eye, and that's it. I'm sorry. Uh, sometimes I get a little bit too passionate about stuff. Even with the littlest of details. I mean... That's what it seems to look like, in my opinion. But anyways, thank you all for listening to this bonus episode of the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. I really do appreciate all of you industry horror hearers and casual listeners out there. Uh, I have, I have total respect for all artists and designers, and graphic designers as well. It's just, if you have an opportunity, and your client says you can do whatever you want, then try to make it look different. So that way, people can remember, if the game ends up somehow, somehow, for some peculiar reason, ends up being lousy, people will say, that game was lousy, but by golly, that logo looked fantastic. And I hope they make a whole lot more of those big game Super Bowl Superb Owl logos later on. But that's just me. It just seems they just Photoshop it year after year. And then they just go like, I just Photoshop the eye and I put in a V. I Photoshop this and I took out the eye in the middle. So now it's 55. It's, it just seems that way. There is a not, it just doesn't seem a uniqueness uh, with it anymore. It's a missed opportunity. They could have done a whole lot. They could have made a Buccaneer, you know, because it's, it's in Tampa Bay. And they could have made, like, a Buccaneer ship, you know. And they could make uh, the mast uh, be part of the L for 55. And they could make, uh, you know, 55, you know, the, the V and 55. Uh, they could make it a bizarre-looking goalpost if they wanted to. Make it seem different so that way, when people remember the game, the logo is usually what people will remember first, usually with the Super Bowl, and then the game. Actually, most likely people will remember some of the ads. It really depends on how memorable the ads are. And then, and then the logo, and then the game. But that's just me. Think, as I said, thank you all for listening. As I'm 
Nate Finn saying so long until next time. If you enjoy listening to this episode, this bonus episode of the Industry Horror Coffin Cast, uh, please do follow on please do follow on Spotify. And if you want to get any notifications, just switch that uh, circle analog from just turn the analog on it to be notified and it will be green and it will notify you of all episodes uh, coming up for the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. You can follow me on social media, on on Instagram, Facebook, Industry Horror Coffin Cast. If you have any uh, sports topics or horror movie suggestions, uh, animation, television that has to do with You know, autism in any way, please contact industryhorrorcoffeecast at gmail.com. Uh, you can listen to this podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor.fm, and many other podcast platforms. Thank you all for listening. So long until next time. And next episode will be the review. Of the basketball underdog story with Martin Lawrence rebound. <laughs>